Welcome to the Undefeated Podcast with Sara. Did you know that you don't need to live feeling defeated in any area of your life? I believe a huge part of us learning to live from the place of victory is learning to see from God's perspective and discern what's heaven's agenda in this particular season in your life and in the world around you. In this podcast, we will practice discerning what God is doing, both regarding our individual journeys and corporately, so that we can partner with Him in seeing His kingdom come and will be done right now on earth as it is in heaven and live our lives undefeated. Hello, everybody. Um, I wanted to talk about something that's been on my heart recently. We have been uh, partly jokingly saying with my dancers that the month of March is a time for us to get the marching orders from heaven. But also uh, it's been partly a serious declaration that we're believing that God is wanting to speak in a very clear way and, and give us some direction during this month of March. But at the same time, I have actually talked to quite a few people who have been feeling frustrated about the fact that they feel like it's hard for them to hear God's voice and even just know what direction to take right now and how to position themselves. And and I feel like I've been personally a little bit in the same boat <laughs> and uh, almost like wanting to hear a step-by-step plan from God, like, this is what I want you to do. And, uh, but I'm, I'm not actually fully convinced that that's the primary way that God even wants to communicate with us, just giving us step-by-step directions and plans. But, uh, and I'm not saying that he never gives us specific instructions, because I have also experienced that, that that's also biblical that God wants to give us instructions on how to move forward and he loves communicating with us in all different kinds of ways Um, but I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in wanting to get um, the specific plan that we kind of get sidetracked from what it's all about uh, or what, what hearing God's voice is all about and and I feel like God is in some ways resetting our starting position and, and our connection with him. And um, so I, I had a dream just a couple of nights ago. And in that dream, I was at some airport and I was really excited about the fact that I was about to travel somewhere. <laughs> and I, I ran into some friends at the airport and they were asking me that, where are you going? And I kind of laughed and said that, I don't know. <laughs> but then I I looked at, I had a ticket on my hand and I looked at it and I, I read the uh, place, the destination where I was about to fly to. And, uh, but it was the name of a city that I had never even heard of. And I'm actually a little bit bummed that I can't remember the name now because I'm like, oh, I wonder if there was something prophetic about the actual word or the name, the location. But um, actually, I'm, I'm sure that if it was important, the Holy Spirit will remind me. But um, 
I actually feel that what God was saying through that dream was that we are actually going somewhere completely new uh, where we have never been before. And uh, and that the only instruction in a dream was that I was told that I, I needed to take the United Airlines <laughs> to get there. And and I also thought that that was prophetic, that I I feel like what I was saying is that the only way we are going to get to the new place is through unity, un- unity and being united with one another and um, connecting with one another uh, on a like a heart to heart level and not just having a form of unity um, or uniformity but actually being united in the spirit united in our hearts to one another and uh <laughs> so I, I i was thinking about this dream and and just uh thinking about the fact that it's it's actually not just about getting orders for our next assignment but it's actually about God's nearness in hearing his voice and and that actually hearing God's voice it's all about his presence and that's the thing that reassures our hearts and gives us peace and joy that we know that he is with us and uh and I think in that way like sometimes the expectation to hear the voice of God can be different and he can speak in a different way um like kind of like in my dream that uh um I'm wanting to know like where are we going like what's the place but God is like you don't need to know at this point like you just need to know that I'm actually going with you and and I also need you to know that it's going to happen through unity and uh and the bottom line is that I actually I woke up so excited after I had this dream because I knew that I heard his voice and and that was the thing that I needed to hear the most. I needed to be reassured that he's with me and and also that we are actually going somewhere even if I don't quite know yet where it is or how it's going to be like. And uh this reminded me how our senior pastor Bill Johnson has recently been talking on on the topic of like um hearing God's voice and how God's presence is actually his voice and and that we all are designed to hear from God and designed to hear God's voice and and that we are actually designed to be a living instrument that perceives God and recognizes the voice of the Lord in in several different ways and and that he himself is the word and that we don't even we're not supposed to measure our ability to hear God's voice by the measure of our comprehension and sometimes there are words and even like just sometimes it's just being in his presence that literally is that he's speaking to us by being with us and reassuring our hearts that he is with us and uh I I feel like that's something that God is really highlighting and underlining in this season that um that we need to actually just recognize his presence and that's the most important part and and even that recognizing his presence and um that's the thing that leads us into 
recognizing his voice. And, and sometimes it almost feels like it's a secondary thing, what he's saying. And I'm, I mean, of, of course, it's important to know what he's saying. But, but the, that the even more important part when it comes to hearing his voice um, is that we actually, we are feeling his heart and that it's his presence that changes everything. Uh, and I've been personally in this place where I'm, I'm just so so hungry to hear his voice and and again like not even so much because I want to know the action steps towards my next assignment even though I am excited to get directional words as well but it it feels like the primary need is just to be close to him and (laughs) and that's why like even this dream that I had a couple of nights ago, it brought so much joy to my heart, even though there was no clear plan there. Um, but it was the fact that I recognized his voice and I realized that he's so close and he actually wants to talk to me. And it, it's the sound of his voice. Like I was thinking about this too, like how it's, it's the sound of his voice that's so irresistible because that communicates that he is so close and he loves us. And and I was thinking of this story when Jesus had just been raised from the death and he hadn't ascended to the Father yet. And, and then he meets Mary at the tomb. And, uh, and Mary actually didn't recognize Jesus until he called her name and just said Mary. And... Uh, <laughs> And it was the way that he said her name. And I actually want to read this passage from John 20, verses 11 through 17. It says, this is from NIV. Um, So it goes, Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? What is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabuni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God and your God. This is such an incredible story. Like even like it just moves my heart every time I read it. Like just the fact that Jesus took the time in the middle of uh, being resurrected and going to the father. She takes, he takes time to stop and encounter Mary in the midst of that. And, uh, and also the fact that Mary heard the voice of Jesus 
but but actually it didn't make any difference to her until she recognized that it was him who was speaking and actually recognized the presence of Jesus and that's when everything changed when she realized like oh it's Jesus who is talking to me and uh and it was like just the tone of his voice the way way he talks to us the way he calls our name um just communicates so much love and connection and this made me think of a a story i once heard when there were some kids who were asked that how do you know someone loves you and apparently one kid had said that you know someone loves you because of the way they say your name your name is safe in their mouth <laughs> and and i think this is so so accurate like that we know that our names are always safe in jesus mouth the way he talks to us the way he calls our name is always filled with so much love that he himself is love and when he speaks love is always imparted to us and and it's <laughs> it's like we encounter the love of god personally every time he speaks to us and <laughs> so i just feel so strongly that uh oftentimes like god's marching orders when he's giving us uh when he's speaking to us and it's not it's not necessarily a step by step action plan but he he might give you the first step or even a few other steps but he he doesn't want us to keep just running ahead completely independent of of him and but he actually wants us to partner with his presence and uh I was thinking of a story when it's actually in the same story when Jesus was about to ascend to heaven. So kind of his marching orders to the other disciples when he appeared to them was that he told them to wait in Jerusalem until they are clothed with power. Um this is in in Luke 24 actually uh Jesus already gave this word saying that um I'm going to send you what the father has promised but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high and the same is in in acts 1 um where Jesus this is what Jesus is uh telling them that um uh, but you will receive power when the holy spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth and uh um and in the same passage it actually starts by saying that do not leave Jerusalem but wait for the gift my father promised which you have heard me speak about um and for John baptized with water but in a few days you will be baptized with the holy spirit and uh <laughs> so Jesus is the marching orders so to say where just to wait until you receive the holy spirit you receive the power from on high and and at this point like the disciples had not been filled with the holy spirit they didn't know really like what jesus was talking about like they didn't really have a grid even what he was asking them but but they trusted jesus and they waited 
uh, because they knew that he had spoken. They recognized his presence. They knew he had spoken and he had given a promise and they knew that he is trustworthy. Yeah, and <laughs> like, so like I said earlier, like I, I have recently talked to several people who have been feeling frustrated about the fact that they feel like it's hard for them to hear the voice of God. And and I really believe that there's something in this season um, where God is wanting us to recognize his presence rather than get a download of a step-by-step plan. Um, but also at the same time, like I do think there has been some like legitimate blockages hindering people from hearing and and recognizing God's voice and I was reading a prophetic word by Doug Addison who is a like a seasonal prophet and um his one of his most recent words he was saying he said that I was praying about how to respond to the season we are in and I heard the Lord say to help people open their eyes and ears so they can get understanding it is so crucial to remove the blocks you might have so that you can come into perfect alignment with hearing the Lord and living under an open heaven of blessings. And he was actually quoting the chapter from Matthew 13. Um, I'll just read this for you, verses 10 through 16. Um, the disciples came to him and asked, why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is the fulfillment of prophecy in Isaiah. You will be ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. Actually, even when I read this from the Passion Translation, just not the whole thing, but I'll read verses 11 through 13. He explained, you've been given the intimate experience of insight into the hidden mysteries of the realm of heaven's kingdom, but they have not. For everyone who listens with an open heart will receive progressively more revelation until he has more than enough. But those who don't listen with an open, teachable heart, even the understanding that they think they have will be taken from them. That's why I teach the people using parables, because they think they are looking for truth. Yet because their hearts are unteachable, they never discover it. Although they will listen to me, they never fully perceive the message I speak. And I think this passage just puts it so beautifully that it's actually, it's a matter of a heart. It's a matter how we are posturing our hearts before the Lord and and just having our hearts teachable and and having our hearts connected with God's heart. And um, 
And this is actually this whole passage is in the middle of uh, where Jesus has just shared the parable in Matthew 13 talking about the farmer who went to sow the seeds and how like some seeds fell on the path and birds ate it and some were in the rocky places and they didn't have soil and they um they withered and because they didn't have a root and then there were some that fell fell in thorns and they got choked by other plants and and then uh then there were the good ones that produced a good crop and um and then later on Jesus himself is actually um explaining the parable for his disciples and and clearly saying that how uh, uh that when anyone who hears the message about the kingdom um and does not understand it uh then that's like talking about the birds the evil ones come and or the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown and and then he also talks about like how um with the um other thorns and um, things like how trouble or persecution can make the the seed die or or the worries of this life and deceitfulness of wealth can choke the word um but uh but then that the the good soil is actually somebody who hears the word with an open heart and understands it and receives it and um I feel like there has been those like birds of the enemy where like how the enemy has tried to in some ways try to snatch away God's word from our lives and and also using like it says here worries or troubles to try to choke the word of God so that we wouldn't hear we would be so preoccupied by other things and um but again like I feel like the key here what what Jesus is highlighting it's it's about recognizing God's presence and and that it's his presence that makes our heart soft makes our heart a good ground to receive the seed and and makes us connected with God's heart and and that it's it's his nearness that not only brings the words but it also brings the understanding and brings the revelation um so that we we actually know how to put his words into practice and how to align our lives uh, our actions with what he's saying and last Saturday we were in the healing rooms with my dancers and and before I went there I actually I felt that the Lord was speaking to me about hearing and seeing and about wanting to open blind eyes and deaf ears and this was before I had read Doug's word um about this theme or anybody else's prophetic words about this season and um but i i believe that this word about opening eyes and ears like it it applies to both physical healing but uh but also like the eyes and ears of our spirit being opened to actually hear and see what god is doing and and that particular Saturday, I had shared that word with the dancers before we got started. And then in the middle of our encounter room, we have our live worship team there with us. So one of the worship leaders just bolts out this song and it felt like it pierced the whole atmosphere. It felt like the gates of heaven were just opening as she was singing. And, and the song was actually in uh, Maori language. 
um, and uh, and I didn't understand all the lyrics until some of them were translated, but it literally, like, I started shaking. Like, it, it shook me in a tangible way when she started singing it. Like, I felt the presence of God in such a, such a powerful way. I felt like something was opening up in the spirit. And, and also the interesting fact is that this particular worship leader who was singing, she's actually blind herself. And, uh, and I, it felt like there was this song that was opening up eyes and ears in the spirit. And I actually really believe that God is going to manifest his healing presence over her life also in a tangible, physical way. But there was such a sense of her ushering in the presence of God. And afterwards I heard like some of the song that was translated, it was about welcoming the nations into God's presence and um, drawing people into that place of a real connection with God's heart and and that's I believe that that's such a um such a like current word from the Lord's heart what he's wanting to release um like a rhema word that he is releasing um that he is wanting to draw the nations into his presence and he himself is the one who is opening our spiritual eyes and our spiritual ears um, to first of all, and all our senses to recognize his presence and recognizing his voice when, when he comes and, and, and the love that comes in his presence and that it's so available for all of us right now. Yeah. And I, I just, I just thank you, Jesus, that, that you are God who is so near you are God who is so close that you are not far away, but you are so close and, and that you're wanting to manifest your presence to us in this season in such a powerful way and, and not only give us instructions and marching orders about how to move forward, but you want us to recognize that you are with us, your presence is with us and that it's your presence, in your presence where we also start actually hearing your voice in such clarity. I thank you for the clarity that comes. And even in moments when you are just still and you are near, that it's your presence that brings clarity and peace and joy to our hearts, to our minds, to our whole body. It's your presence that brings healing. Yeah, thank you, Father, for even physical healing I just declare that deaf ears and blind eyes will open up. Uh, even um, people who are listening to this podcast, if you happen to be in the room and you have any issues with your hearing, if you have any issues with your eyesight, that the Lord will do that as a, a tangible sign from heaven that he's opening up both your natural uh, ears and eyes, but also the eyes and the ears of your spirit to discern, to hear, and to recognize, to acknowledge his presence. Yeah, thank you, Father. And I, I just thank you for the unity that you are bringing and that the new place where you are taking us, that you are leading us there uh, through being united in the spirit, being united in our hearts with one another.
And I thank you that like your word says that you have given us your glory so that we may be one. And we receive your glory, we receive your manifest presence that also makes us one and makes it possible for us to be united. Yeah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that you are our leader, that you are our good shepherd. You lead us with such kindness. And we just, we yield to you, we yield all our plans to you. Lord, we say that all we want is to be with you. We don't want to go anywhere without your presence. Yeah, we want to be fully connected. We want to fully partner with you. And and I do thank you for the new places where you are taking us. But thank you that you are taking us into the land of promise, the promised land with you. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Have such a wonderful weekend. Blessings.